You're listening to the Amplify podcast, where we discuss topics related to being a student at the University of Michigan. Hey, friends. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, This episode is going to be about politics. Um, I know we just finished the election cycle, so the last thing anybody wants to do is talk about more of the same stuff, but don't worry. We aren't going to take you on a lecture or go too in the weeds. We just want to talk a little bit about um, what it was like voting and dealing with the election from a student perspective. So it's going to be a little bit more um, quality of life focused than just rot uh, political jargon. So don't don't click off just yet. Yes. And as somebody who's not ever really been super involved in politics, and I'm definitely not an expert in politics, um, I will say, yeah, my intention here is not going to be to lecture you on like what political side you should be on so much as like talking about what it was like to dealing with the stress of the election and politics while also being a student and having so much work to do. So I don't know about all of you, but I know that when I could finally vote in a presidential election for the first time, I was super nervous. I didn't know where I was supposed to go or what I was supposed to do. And I, well, I did end up figuring it out. You know, I went to the Secretary of State website, which is pretty, pretty easy to navigate. Um, And, you know, you can get your registration all in order there. And I went to my voting location and waited in line super anxiously because I was super sure that I was going to mess it up somehow. I, you know, I, I'd never done it before. So I was like, could, am I, am I missing something? Like what, you know, um, I was nervous, honestly. And um, then I, you know, went through the whole process and actually it ended up not being as hard as I thought it was going to be. It ended up not taking as long as I thought it was going to take. And um, I got my little I voted sticker and I felt really relieved. And, you know, this was back in 2012 um, when I voted for Obama. That was the first um, presidential election that I was able to participate in. And yeah, again, I was just very confused. <laughs> I was sure I was like, am I really allowed to vote? Am I an adult now? Um, and some of you, maybe this was your first election that you could vote in and maybe you had similar experiences. I also recognize that um, because of the pandemic, your first voting experience might have been different from mine. Um, and also I wanna just say that, you know, my my easy access to voting isn't the same for everyone. Some people do face a lot more obstacles to voting. And many of many of you might be international students or immigrants who cannot vote at all. So I, I want to recognize that and also the impact that the presidential election and politics does have on international students and immigrants and how it could be really frustrating to not be able to participate in a voting process that directly impacts you. Yeah. And I know exactly what you're talking about with kind of all the confusion um, surrounding voting for the first time. I, I think I my first voting experience was in 2018 during the midterms. It's a little bit, um, but yeah, no, actually back then it was, it was really high stakes actually because there's the whole blue wave and all that that was supposed to happen. And just not knowing what I needed to bring or what I had to have with me was a little stressful. And I had to like talk to my dad. I'm like, okay, what do I, what do I get? What do I bring? Um, but yeah, just kind of to touch a little bit on like that note that you mentioned about international students and people who aren't registered to vote because I can't register to vote. 
for citizenship reasons or study abroad reasons or whatever. One of the things that's, that's been really interesting talking to uh, both friends that I have that aren't citizens, but also people that I know in other countries is that just because like this is the American election, it's the president of the United States and everything um, doesn't mean that like the decisions and the things that happen stop at our borders. Um, there's ramifications for all the decisions that are made that echo throughout the world, especially with the, the United States specifically. Um, and I know some people who um, were out in um, Italy and we're talking to like Italians and stuff like that. And like, there's like a lot of pre like a lot of observation on, on the stuff that was happening in the States. People who are out in Germany, a lot of observation of the stuff that's happening in the States. Um, people who were studying here who are like, I don't know if I'm going to stick around depending on how this pans yeah. out. Um, it's, it's a high stress time for everybody um, regardless of what your nation of origin is. And I think it's, really interesting not in like a ooh, this is a fascinating thing but like kind of like in a terrifying way um, <laughs> low-key terrifying yeah, low-key terrifying way um but yeah like i think that's something that the last few years has really highlighted like i think especially now with covid and the united states kind of being put under a glass dome by the rest of the world um it's easy to forget that what we do here actually like ripples out to other countries. But like before COVID at least, um, there've been a lot of examples of like bad decisions that we've made <laughs> that have affected a lot of people overseas. Um, and I think while it's nice to point fingers and laugh at the, uh, the crumbling of the American giant, people also realize how disastrous this is for everybody. Right. The yeah. memes have been gold, but you know, the, yeah, exactly. the fodder for these memes is pretty tragic. <laughs> um, it's best to laugh through crying tears, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like where a lot of us have been at. Um, I know for this fall when the 2020 election was underway and especially the week of the election, it was even hard to, it was hard to look away. It was hard to concentrate on schoolwork. Um, I was constantly talking with friends and family about the election. I was constantly refreshing my newsfeed and worrying, you know, just mm -hmm. worrying and worrying. Um, and I yeah. talked to other students who, <laughs> who had this same experience. No work was getting done that week. You know, <laughs> no. everyone was, was really kind of glued to their TV. And I think that just kind of highlights what it's like to be a student during this time. I've had so many of my friends who have graduated say, wow, I'm so glad I'm not still in school. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. rub it in. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a really hard time to be a student um, because staying focused when the world feels like it's crumbling is, is really difficult. Like in a sense, I, I'm kind of glad. I'm very glad actually. It, it, this might sound a little bit off at first, but I'm glad that all of like the Black Lives Matter protests happened when they did. First and foremost, because like, then people could get involved because they don't have a whole cloud of schoolwork hovering over them. Right. Considering the how many, yeah. Considering how many young people were involved in, in those um, protests. Um, but I feel like 
really ever since the pandemic, there's been a lot of things that you need really all year. I mean, that's what 2020 is known for the year of too many things. Um, <laughs> where like you have to pay attention to everything that's going on because it, it does affect you, whether it's COVID, um, police brutality, um, no one has any money, the stock market crash, like everything affects you and it's exhausting. And I remember like just to that point of like not getting anything done the week of the elections. Um, since it lasted forever, like that entire week really yeah. was, it was the longest Tuesday of my life. It ended on <laughs> yeah. a Friday um, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah, coming definitely. home. I was at my parents' place during the um, actual like beginning of, of the vote, like counting. And it was so stressful. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to just go home because I need to get some sleep. And I get home and both my roommates have like in this room and in my other roommate's room where uh, we had like the, like, uh, what do you call it? The like vote breakdown. Or... And like, yeah, li- we had a live stream of vote total breakdown, um, a uh, electoral map. We had like way too many things. Like I have two monitors here. He has two monitors. The other guy has two monitors. Like all, uh, all of our monitors had a different screen up um, about the election. And then we were just jumping back and forth through each other's rooms after like, we got oh, like look this. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, did you hear this? Have you seen this? Like I just screamed, hey, Georgia just flipped, you know? <laughs> um, and then I, I remember I was really stressed out and I left. I, I, I just like went for a drive to just calm down and walk around like uh, and just downtown. like walk away from the screens for a second yeah and then i got home just expecting like okay i'll go out for like this drive I'll, I'll go walk around the city for a bit and by the time i come back we'll we'll know because it's still like really up in the air um and came back and nevada still hadn't been called and everyone was waiting for nevada and then it was like that for the next few days and i remember just getting texts from everybody like what do you think's gonna happen and and just like no one cared about anything else for that entire week yeah yeah and yet that week i had you know papers due i had you know uh Mm -hmm. tests and things like that luckily i will say um some of my professors did i don't know if it was entirely intentional or not but it did seem a little bit lighter in some areas um, right with with workload and i think some of my professors were attempting to give us a little space and grace that week knowing that not only were we going to be super distracted but so were they i mean you know Mm -hmm. all all of our professors were probably doing the same things we were (laughs) um and so having having a little bit of grace there that week for each other was really good, but mm-hmm. by no means did our lives as students like come to a screeching halt that mm-hmm. week because stuff was still due, stuff was still expected. You know, I was still writing writing papers and then like checking checking the news in between yeah. every other sentence. Like, oh, and you know, and and I've got my friends texting me, so I'm, you know, constantly texting my friends back and stuff. And yeah just in general, just the whole year was already so chaotic because of the pandemic. And to also have that incredible tension building around the election, yeah, it was just so hard to walk away from. And when it was finally over and Biden was announced the winner, well, then it was being contested. And well, was it a legitimate election? And was it fair? And 
And that, that has just rode yeah. right into the holiday season. And I know that many of you had probably a difficult time connecting with your family during the political turmoil. I know that I don't see eye to eye on politics with my family and the way that we've always dealt with it is that we just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't necessarily think that's the way we should go about it, but I recognize that with with that tension being so high and then also being a student and also potentially going home because I was the election was also happening right around the time the university kicked everybody out and told yeah. everyone to go home. So then you have the moving, moving chaos and uh, the pandemic was still raging and really hitting its stride in its second wave. And yeah, it just, and all of these things are occurring and we're supposed to be studying for exams and, and writing papers and posting on discussion boards. And it was really, really challenging. And I see you and I feel for you. You know, I'm, I'm talking to our listeners here, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it was really hard and I know it was hard for me and I recognize that. And I don't think that, I don't, I don't know that people recognize what we're going through except for each other at this point. As students, yeah. um, most of the camaraderie I've had about how difficult it's been to be a student this year has come from other students who are going through the same yeah. thing as me. And I think I think really this is the semester of unrealistic expectations, like very much so. <laughs> Cause you're right. Like one of the things that I noticed like during like the election cycle was it was almost like an escape from like all of like the bullshit that you had to do at like school and and, and living through the pandemic and stuff like that. It's like, oh, here's the elections. It's this high stakes. It's like a high stakes poker game. You know, it's like, it's incredibly it's the Super terrifying Bowl of America. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, people are super passionate about it. Um, at, no one can look away. And like, like there's like on election night, there's like a little, a little moment where I'm like, Ooh, this is like fun. Like watching like the numbers come in, and you realize that no, this is real. This isn't House of Cards. It's not Game of Thrones. It's not it's like not a football game. It's not it's... a football game. We're gonna have to live with the consequences of this night, um, or the next four nights, uh, forever, um, and deal with it for the next four years. And like, that's been a really weird thing to kind of come to terms with over the last, uh, you know, year has been like the the spectacle of the election and the spectacle of what modern politics is right now is incredibly fun to watch and incredibly terrifying once it kind of sinks in and um and we'll just say it like we're recording this on uh january 9th just a few days after um rioters stormed the capitol building and i think that was a real um really put that on display that no this is real life this isn't just some show it's not just like not a game it's not just arguing over twitter or arguing on the debate stage or seeing joe biden yell at trump on cnn and trump respond back you know yeah like (laughs) yeah like it's it's i don't know yeah it it really is real you know yeah absolutely and it was it was really scary. I I felt like I was holding my breath that entire day when they were storming the Capitol, and I felt like there was gonna be there was gonna be a next moment. You know, I mm-hmm. thought 
I thought the news was going to continue getting worse. You know, when, when are they going to start announcing um, death toll and things like that? And they did, you know, it did yeah. get worse. And so it, it was just a really scary time. And in a way, I'm glad that it happened during winter break. I'm not glad that it happened, but that it happened during winter break yeah. because, because for a moment, something crazy was happening and I didn't have other homework assignments yeah. to worry about the way that you it has been attention. this whole like last few months. Um, exactly. I could pay attention to it or walk away from it. And I didn't have like also the pressure of school on top of me in that moment. Um, but however, the, the inauguration of Joe Biden is on the 20th which is just a day after the winter semester starts. And mm -hmm. I'd be lying if I said, I'm not worried. You know, I'm concerned yeah. about our elections being undermined. I'm, I'm concerned about the integrity of our democracy. And I do worry that the same feelings that fueled the attack on the Capitol could, could fuel future attacks as well, either on an inauguration day or just in general throughout the next four years. Um, you know, I, I'm really hoping that the semester turns out well for us and for our listeners. And I want to extend my support emotionally as well and just say that the state of this country is fraught with chaos right now. <laughs> and above all else, yeah. you need to take care of yourself and your friends and your family. And your frustrations and your worries are valid. And I sincerely hope you can take a step back and breathe if things are becoming too much as we've seen that they often have been lately. Yeah, one of the things that I'm extremely worried about is people getting burnt out because, like I said earlier, 2020 is the year of too many things. Like, there's been so many issues to care about. Um, like, sure, you have the pandemic. Then you had the primaries, which were a unique brand of shit show. Um, <laughs> and then you have uh, the uh, Black, Lives, Black Lives Matter protests, and all the police brutality stuff that was going on during the summer. You have, you had um, the election itself. Now all of the election being rigged stuff. And I'm probably missing like a hundred things in there that people have been extremely passionate about. Um, but I, I feel like in an effort to get people to turn out to vote um, this year, uh, and me and June were talking about this a little bit before the podcast. Um, people kind of have been viewing Trump as like Darth Vader in the sense that um, at the end of Star Wars, Darth Vader's defeated and then everything's happy. Um, that's not really how anything works. Um, right. There's sure, you know, we have a new president, new political landscape, all that stuff, but the same problems are going to be there and are still going to, you know, need to be solved and need to have people who kind of stick up for them. Um, and I'm worried that I'm worried that people are going to see Trump's, um, loss and say, well, we did it. You know, we beat the baddie. We, uh, we can call it a day, pack up our things and go home. But really, you know, a lot of the things that are going on now that have been issues this year are going to continue to be issues pandemic. I mean, it's already, it's, we're in 2021 now pandemic still going to be going on for I'd be surprised if it's really over by the end of this year, even though we have um, like vaccines coming out, we're still going to be dealing with the 
medical implication of this for a while. And then that's not even considering like all the economic problems, like no one in the city, no one here in Ann Arbor can actually pay for their rent anymore, which is, which is terrifying. Uh, student loans are racking up because no one has enough money to pay for anything. Um, we still have, you know, the same racial tension, same economic tension. Um, there's a lot of things that still need to be fought for. And now is kind of the time, I guess, just to double down on that. If those are things that you care about and to not take this as a, as a win, I guess, or take it, celebrate it as a win, but also recognize that like, there's a lot of, it's not over. Um, right. But also don't burn yourself out. You know, like it's nice to <laughs> balance, balance. Yeah. It's nice to, it's nice to like be passionate about a lot of things, especially when they're like social issues or political issues or whatever. But if you, if you're a hundred percent passionate about every single thing in today's world, <laughs> That's not going to last. You're going to get really disillusioned and really upset and frustrated. So just take it as it comes, but also pace yourself. You know, I think that's really the takeaway from the last year of politics. And yeah. 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 And I want to agree with that too, of, of this idea that, um, yeah, after the election, one side loses and one side wins and the game's over and it's no it's it's really because it's not essentially a game it's mm -hmm. it's a it's and it's not the end of the road i mean it, maybe if the road goes on infinitely in both directions like it's it's not the end and we do mm -hmm. have to double down on standing up what we for what we believe in now and in the future regardless of who's president and so while the election may have gone the way that you wanted or didn't, maybe it went the way you didn't want it to. Um, now's not the time to just sit back and say, well, it's over. Um, yeah. Cause it, because it still continues on from here and recognizing that work that still needs to be done, but at the same time, giving yourself the grace to be able to step back and, and say like, I can't, I can't take on more. Um, being able to say, no, I need to step away. Mm -hmm. That's, that's really important, especially as we are students who are often not only studying, but working, maybe taking care of our family. There's, there's plenty of students who have children. There's, there's so much going on. And while we need to stand up for, for what we believe in, we absolutely need to be able to uh, take care of ourselves and focus on what's most important to us. And if you have to step back from things, that's okay. Yeah. I think that's all we have time for today. Um, thanks for listening. Um, keep your head up as we go into this new, uh, these next four years. Um, it's going to be a bit of a ride either way, whatever side of the aisle you're on or whatever your personal beliefs are. I think it's, I think the, the unique brand of chaos that's been started with um, the Trump presidency ha isn't really going to go away just because someone else is in charge. I think this is just business as normal now. Um, sure, we might not have as many headlines uh, every week, but I think that we're still going to have our fair share of things to pay attention to and to have to keep our eyes open for. Absolutely. So. If you're listening on YouTube, the link to the voter information page on the Michigan Secretary of State 
website is in the bio. So take a look at that if you do have questions about voting, um, if you're a first time voter or perhaps want to learn more about the voting process. Stay strong and stay hopeful and thank you for listening. The Amplify podcast is supported by Optimize, an organization here at U of M that empowers students to be creative in how we serve each other and our communities near and far. To learn more about Optimize programming, please visit OptimizeMI.org. If you have topics you would like to hear discussed, let us know at OptimizeMI at umich.edu. Thanks and be well.